is Emma and Logan. Welcome to another episode of Empowered by Choice. And today we're joined by the owner and creator of Present Media and an amazing yoga teacher, Mr. Campbell Wilson. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to be here with you both. Thank you for joining us. Now, you've got a lot of different strings to your bow, Cam. You're a content creator, you're a yoga teacher, you've got many different skill sets in many different areas. Today, we thought we'd talk a little bit about yoga and yoga as almost a living entity. So yoga as it, as it has developed and changed over the years and how people can apply that sense of living yoga to their lives today. Fantastic. Yeah, look, it's such a relevant point to make this stage in life when, um, you know, look around the, the status and the, the, the situation that we're living in the world. Um, you know, for me, I've, I've, I've been inspired right at an early stage. I became a father early in my life and it really woke me up to uh, looking at, um, you know, what was underneath the, the, the surface in terms of who we are and, and how we um, go about living our lives. And uh, it was right around the time that I was training to create videos. And so yeah, it's been about a 25 plus year journey um, in both video creation and uh, my yoga practice. And I, you know, with my video production, it's all been for the last 15 plus years around creating content that wakes people up and inspires them. I saw that, you know, mainstream media, there's a lot of... Uh, uh, you know, content that is really just about numbing people out and, uh, you know, it's, entertainment is fine, but, you know, we have the power of media to really inspire and wake people up to, you know, to see what's alive in them. And, um, you know, as a yoga teacher, I also um, followed the philosophy of um, what is called Vini Yoga of Yoga, which means the appropriate application of yoga and not sort of having a fixed style or a fixed sequence or a fixed approach, but looking at what is the need of the individual or the group and tailoring the yoga practice towards them um, because everything changes and we can't be fixed in one ideal or one way and one approach because even as an individual through our life, we evolve and we have different needs at different stages of our life. And, you know, yoga is uh, and has been, um, taught this way for, for uh, thousands of years and um, so what I, I love is actually um, having the challenge of connecting with somebody and, and the beauty of connecting with someone and, and learning and teaching um, along the way and, and building that relationship. So yeah there's lots of important aspects to that now with um, you know we've been in lockdown with the COVID and uh, there's been isolation. And so it's, a, it's a really important now that we understand that uh, we have um, so much available to us to actually, um, you know, to actually he help heal ourselves. Yeah, that's beautiful, Cam. I was actually just wondering, you said you touched on, you know, people and living in this time right now, which is um, pretty wild for everyone. Do you have any recommendations for people from a yoga teacher's perspective on things that they can start to incorporate, like maybe breath or like what daily activities can they start to utilize? Well, firstly, I would switch off from the mainstream media and um, stop the stress response. Um, we are so bombarded at the moment with counting numbers of deaths and all these things which trigger such a, a like a primal fear within us that just needs to be stopped straight away. So we don't need to hear all those things. So I would separate 
Um, you know, obviously there's certain information that's important, but obviously you don't need to be hearing it and compounding it every day. So firstly, sort of remove yourself from that mainstream, then, um, then just take time to be still. And that's, that's where we learn our innate intelligence. And what we learn from that is what we need in the moment. So being still, connecting with your breathing, sitting for a moment just to feel the body and what's needed in the, in the physical body. And, you know, you can identify, you know, where the mind is and if there's any stresses and just taking some simple, long, smooth and even breaths to connect with what's important to you in this moment. And that can be done throughout the day. So, you know, a, a beautiful time is early in the morning when they haven't got all of the stresses um, that are going to be placed upon you. And it's, um, it's a place to actually set an intention for your day. And then some general movement and some, uh, you know, I guess the basic fundamentals, like what you put in your body, um, how you express yourself and um, keeping a general sense of your... Um, the way in which you move. So it's a very much about being mindful as much as you can in each moment. And uh, certainly want to keep moving. I think in these times where we've become a lot more stagnant, uh, we want to have a practice that gives us um, circulation and keeps the, the functions of the body flowing. So there's lots to talk about there. Um, I could go down many different paths with it, but really the primary one is to to check in on yourself regularly and 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 tune into your innate intelligence and, and respond to that. Great, really useful advice. Um, you mentioned earlier, just a moment ago, about um, I guess the numbing effect of a lot of content that is available to us. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, look, I mean, when you look at media these days, it's really about you know entertainment. A lot of it. Um, it's very stimulating to the senses, but it's also numbing in the sense that you become lost in the moment where you are. So if you think about looking at your screen on your phone, uh, if you're sitting on the bus or the train, you, you lose the sense of where you are and you become lost in the world of the screen. And so we aren't, we, we aren't present in the moment we actually don't we aren't responding to our environment we're actually locked in the world of the screen um, the danger is when what you're watching on the screen and it's not like it's a problem in in that but if it's if it's constant that it's just a distraction to your life and you're not actually getting anything back from that then there's your life can go on and you miss your life your life will just pass and um, the importance is to actually you know, if you are going to be looking at screens, what are you watching and what, is it a value to you? Can you actually extract things from it that support your life? And I think that, you know, there's an opportunity within media to create content that gives you impulses and insights into your own life that then can inspire you to take the positive actions. Yeah, you spoke about um, certain things such as the news creating a stress response in our body. So sure. watching something on the TV can actually create a physical reaction within us. A hundred percent. When you, you know, the mind is set up in a way that it doesn't know the difference between um, 
you know, something physically happening in the moment. So if someone runs through the door with a gun, then you will have an immediate stress response to that. But then again, if you're watching it on the screen, the mind is still getting that same feeling of someone running through the streets with a gun of that stress that will build up. It's not as intense, but it's still there. The problem is that we've become numb to that. The stresses are still happening in the background and we've normalized that stress. So that stress then becomes our baseline that we think is normal and it loses, we lose the, the real sensitivity to the, what's around us in our environment. So, um, you know, when we're looking at this content constantly in the news, we're being told of deaths, we're being told of all of the uh, mishaps in the world, then uh, the, it's, it's stimulation that is too much and we get to a point in our mind where we actually numb out. We actually have to hit a point where we just block it internally because if we actually took it all in, we would probably employ it <laughs> in terms of, you know, how much it's, it's, it's overloading the body. So what happens is then when you switch that off and you go about your day-to-day -day life, when your child comes home from school or your partner, then you're not present. You're not actually listening. You're not actually sensitive to their needs because you've kind of numbed yourself to all stimulus. And um, I think that it's important that we actually take time to step away from all these things. Step out in nature, be amongst the trees or the ocean or expansive spaces. Take time to actually reflect and be um, knowing of what you need as a, um, you know, your day-to-day -day activities. Yeah, would you say that that's kind of, you know, what you mentioned about living yoga? Is that kind of along the lines of what you're talking about right now? Well, let's look at yoga. What is yoga? And it's come from a, a, like a, a very primal way of life that um, the, you know, the rishis or the sages of um, ancient India uh, formulated a, a, a body of knowledge. And that, that knowledge comes from uh, the Vedas and you know, is passed down through a very, very consolidated text called the Yoga Sutras. And what this information is, is actually sharing with us is like a guidebook or a way of living our life. Yoga isn't a, an activity that we go and do to fill in an hour of time that gives us a good stretch and maybe gives us a moment to have some time out. Yoga is life. And when we identify yoga as um, embodying our life, then we can actually use that to actually interact with life. Yoga is about interaction. So it gives us permission when we start our practice, when we honor the practice, to be an active participant in our lives. And when we work with the breath, the fundamental aspect of life itself, when we actually move with the breath, when we move with our thoughts in a way that is cohesive, yoga is union yoga is yoke yoga is about bringing everything together as a whole aspect of ourselves and then when we look at life that we interact with then when we are in that space of yoga we actually become one with that that we identify around us so if you're in a conversation with somebody you can then focus completely on that person and that conversation if we identify with work we can identify with what the needs are and become one with that so yoga is a really a practice that it gives us that level of attention that is required to to live life fully and do you think there's a sense of 
power and empowerment that can come from that present moment awareness? Absolutely. Everything's in that moment. And the more that we identify and become one with that moment, then we have the infinite possibility of what's available to us in that moment. All knowledge, all wisdom comes from the spaces that we are, that are in between the activities in which we do. And yoga gives us that moment of pause to actually expand out that space. If you think about life right now, we're actually living day to day, moment to moment with every single space filled. Like we, we don't even take a moment between the activities that we do to actually pause and reflect. We just go from phone to activity to next thing to next thing. So when we actually are in this space um, of living yoga, we can actually um, find the power within that moment to choose. And, you know, stress isn't such a bad thing. It's the response that we have to the stresses in our life, which dictate how um, healthy we are. So when we, um, when we create that space, when we are in mindfulness space within that, then all that power that are, that, that's available to us, the insight and wisdom is available to us in that moment as well. And this is life. This is living. And when we live with um, yoga in our space this way, it, it is really empowering. Cam, that was so beautiful. You can tell that this is something that you really, you live for and you share it so beautifully. And you really, like, I feel, I feel like I could really connect with what yoga is and what living yoga is as well. Is this um, something that has always been in your path or how did you get connected to yoga? What, what was your background behind that? I studied music and I, I created video music videos and my very first video that I created was for this woman Carmela and she introduced me to yoga and it was the same time that my daughter was born and it just opened me up to life and the power of life and you know anyone that's had a child it's it's a it's a it's a it's a life-changing experience and what I got within that was diving into the rabbit hole of what is the universal law, what is life itself, why is it important, who are we? And I discovered yoga and more from a physical side of things. So I came from it from a gymnastic point of view. Um, I loved the movement. It complemented everything that I did in my life at the time on a physical level. And then the, the, the nuances and the, the delicacies of yoga created a whole new opening to what's available to us in our lives. And when I did my first um, teacher training, I went to Sedona in, in Arizona, the States. And what I got to understand is that yoga is life. You know, we looked at Vedic astrology. We looked at how um, Ayurveda in terms of how we interact with our environment. And we did meditative practices so we could look at our relationship with ourselves and, and what this did, it created this whole spectrum. And, and, you know, when we wake up, we make the, you know, you joke around, you know, that, you know, we weren't given a guidebook to how to live our life. But I think when you look at the Yoga Sutras, that is pretty close to a fundamental guidebook to how to live life. It gives you so many um, understandings about the mind. It looks at, you know, things like the glaciers and, and how certain obstacles create restrictions in our lives. It gives us so much 
access to um, what is beyond the physical. You know, when you look at science and the, the quantum physics, yoga is that. It gives us the access to what is behind what we see with and experience through our senses. And yeah, it lit me up. It, 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 for me, I think I, I really find it sad that we've disassociated from a lot of these um, ritual aspects of life. And, um, you know, with health, especially a lot of people are reliant on a doctor and pharmacy and all these things that are external from themselves. When we have a living chemist within ourselves, we can create chemicals and, and we can create the, the hormones that can light us up, that can stimulate us, that can calm us down, that can restore us. And yoga gives us the tools to access that. And that is powerful. Why not wake up to your life and actually live your life self-empowered and um, you know, in control of your life rather than handing over the power to somebody else? So that's what I love about yoga. That's what I love about living yoga every day because living yoga every day gives you so much power rather than actually just waiting for you know, an hour here or there you know, on a yoga mat. Why not live it every moment of your day? Um, to me, you know, and I've learned this from my teachers, you can measure the, um, the, the power of the yoga that you're doing based upon the relationships that you have in your life and the relationship with yourself and the relationship with others. So uh, yoga is a beautiful expression of the ability to really self-empower yourself around all those things. Yeah, absolutely agree. You know, the, the quality of your life is very much determined by the quality of the relationships in your life, because ultimately, I guess that that is your life, isn't it? The way you interact with the people around you, the way you interact with yourself. A hundred percent. And the self primary, because wherever you go, you're going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't have a healthy relationship with yourself, then that's going to be lost on everything else that you do, especially other relationships, especially intimacy. When you want to become intimate or when you are intimate with others, if you don't have that deep intimacy with yourself, then you are cutting off or you're blocking the possibility of what's available in the relationship with other people. And yoga is that. Yoga is the understanding that we aren't different from each other. Is you know, like uh, I love one of my teachers, uh, Tom Knowles, talks about the universal cosmic self. You know, talking about the ocean, and then the waves are being expressions of that ocean. And we are like the waves. We are individual waves, and we see each wave around us, but we are also the ocean and we are all aspects of ourselves. So when we look in somebody else's eyes, we're actually looking into our own. And when we experience somebody else's reflection, it is actually our own projected in that. And yoga gives us a sense because it's the yoking, it's the unity to actually deepen those relationships with other people because they're just us. <laughs> There's so many layers to it. Yeah, I swear we've been friends for a while and I could just sit down and listen to you talk for ages about all of this stuff because I really appreciate your perspectives on all of this. The one other thing that I kind of wanted you to touch on, if you don't mind, is how can how can people start to access this? Like what how do you deliver this to people? Where can they find you or even others if it's not you in their communities? Like what classes or workshops? 
What can they start to look for? Sure. Currently, I don't teach regular classes. I have a, um, a retreat that I co-facilitate four times a year. Uh, we do that in the Byron Shire area in a beautiful place called Wybalina Farm. And it's a five-day detoxing retreat. And within that, uh, we do many practices that help to cleanse the body and the mind and the soul. And it's a very enriching practice um, or experience. And I teach the classes on that and the meditation. Uh, I do one-on-one -on -one privates with people and give them a personalized practice. And that's my first expression. But we're also, I, what I love is what we're up to, you know, as a group, um, you know, you, Logan and Emma, uh, and the possibility that we're creating at the moment of Living Yoga Institute. And, um, you know, this is where I'm really excited about our collaboration to actually create content that people can connect with that will help them in their day-to-day -day lives. And living yoga, actually being uh, in that space daily and the possibility of, um, you know, what can arise from that for each, one, each people. Yeah, actually, I'm glad that you brought that up, Cam, because I think that, you know, all three of us have a similar viewpoint on, on yoga and how we can deliver it to people and just what they can get from it. But I think the one thing that I, I wanted to like pitch in and add is that when, when I teach to a lot of people, a lot of people think that, you know, whether it's a yoga teacher training or it's called something specific, they think that they have to want to be a teacher to take the training. And I, I just wanted to touch on like the study of yoga. And if you're going to do a yoga teacher training or you're going to do a yoga training of any sort, you don't have to want to teach it. It's really like all of these studies, whether it's a 200, 300 hour or just a yoga retreat is, is for the development of yourself and your life. And of course, if you become passionate about it and want to share with others by teaching, then that's great. But if you don't, that's great too. So I just really wanted to throw that in there because I think that a lot of people have that like mis misconception, kind of like, you know, if I'm, if I'm not flexible, I can't do yoga. Well, yoga is not just about the asana and the physical practice. It's about, like you were saying, you touched on all of those things. There's so much more. It's kind of like a, a life um, training as well. Look, it's so true. And if I can comment on that, I think you're so 100% right. It is a life training. Yoga gives us access to all aspects of life. And when you do a teacher training, whether it's to become a teacher or not, what you're becoming is yourself, a teacher to yourself. And when you understand what's happening to yourself on a physical, mental, emotional, spiritual level, then um, the information that you can get from a lot of these courses will then become the guide in which you can guide yourself to teach yourself. I mean, yoga is, um, is really important, the, the student-teacher relationship. Uh, it's always good to have a mentor or somebody that you can then uh, talk to or have a relationship with because um, when you have a guru, a guru is someone that shines light into the darkness. So what we can't see, somebody else might be able to put a perspective on that will help and guide us in the right direction. And, um, you know, when you can do that for yourself, then, you know, doing a training or a retreat then gives you access to so much more in your life. Why not enrich your life with, um, you know, the gifts of yoga? And, you know, you know, a lot of people that I meet on trainings become parents and, and why not give that gift of teaching your children, um, teaching the people that are immediate in your family and your, and your um, colleagues. Um, I think it's part of our, us 
humans as an, an evolutionary thing to actually once we embody something that we we innately want to share it with others and when you have the capacity to teach then you've got some frameworks in which you can actually use what you've learned to actually share with others so yeah it's 100 percent. you want to you know not look at it in the perspective of having to go out and become a teacher but what can you become a teacher for yourself and those that are important to you in your life Thank you so much, Cam, for joining us today. So guys, again, you can always get in touch with us via Facebook. We have Empowered by Choice on Facebook and also on Instagram. And you can also check out the Living Yoga Institute Facebook page, which is a new collaboration between myself, Logan and Campbell. Thank you so much for joining us again. And we'll see you again soon on another episode of Empowered by Choice. Oh, 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 oh,